Brian Kilmeade, of course, you hear his show 10 till noon right after this show on WGAU. The new book, The President and the Freedom Fighter. Brian Kilmeade will get to the book in a moment. First, you have to tell me how these elections turn out uh, now less than a week away, especially that Georgia Senate race. I know you had Herschel Walker on your program on Tuesday. Tell us what you see. You're looking at it from 30,000 feet. I'm here on the ground. What are you seeing? Well, you are on the ground, so I would go by, I would ask you that, but I could go by the numbers and I could tell you what people are saying. People are saying that nobody cares about the whole abortion and the women and glory all red uh, because they see such a severe difference between the way the country is being led and the way it is and what Herschel Walker would do. They also know that the way they're mocking his intellect is just not true. You might not like Herschel Walker or the fact that he's conservative, but now it seems like the national media, Barack Obama, uh, Warnock, he's not ready. He can't do it. He's a celebrity. I think he's been doing this for a while. People seem to have success in business. And I don't think that's going to fly. So I saw the Atlantic Journal-Constitution on Tuesday had him up percentage points. And I also saw Chuck Schumer caught on, caught on a hot mic saying that Georgia's slipping away. Brian Kilmeade. So indicate to me that he's doing pretty good. Now, Brian Kilmeade, the book is The President and the Freedom Fighter. It is a book about Lincoln and Douglas. And if I say that, Lincoln and Douglas, I think most people, rightly so, think about a series of debates in the 1850s that went viral in the 1850s, blew up TikTok, as it were, way back in the day. But you're looking at a different Douglas. You're looking at Frederick Douglas. Tell us about the book here. I mean, Frederick Douglass, who was born a slave, escapes to freedom within seven years, writes his biography, and becomes a best-selling author, while still considered a fugitive, could be arrested at any moment as he escapes from Maryland to the north and ultimately settles in Rochester, and then becomes a speaker, and where a leading abolitionist uh, hooks up with William Lloyd Garrison, who saw all the talent in him, and when he was able to take off a shirt and show the whip marks when he was a slave, he began to sell a story instead of this being a theory about slavery. He says, no, I lived it. I was born like that. This is the life, and this is what this is what I left behind. And Frederick Douglass, instead of saying, okay, I'm worried about myself, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of well-known, I'm known around the world, around the country, uh, around uh, Ireland and Germany and England, just worrying about himself, he said, no, i gotta, I got to free everybody. So he started his own newspaper, The North Star, after originally writing for The Liberator, William Lloyd Garrison's newspaper. He began to understand that the Constitution was fine. It was the people that were not living up to it. And then you had Abraham Lincoln, who came from nowhere, in abject poverty, a guy that uh, mom died at eight years old, was able to stepmom, was able to foster his thirst for education. His dad hated that he would be reading and just wanted to work in the field and wrestling for money. And these two unlikely people would emerge at the most important time in American history. And they would ultimately uh, meet up in the White House and become fast friends. And that's what I tried to pick up on it and tell everyone that story. You know, you, you mentioned something, you touched on something there, Brian Kilmeade, that Frederick Douglass in his day 
looked at the Constitution and said, the Constitution isn't the problem. We need to live up to it. Martin Luther King, Dr. King, would say pretty much the same thing in almost those exact words a century later. And here we are all these years later, 50 years later. It seems as though we, we many of us, the cancel culture, got to Frederick Douglass a while ago, and now it looks like some of them are coming after Dr. King, uh, who all each of them said is the country's fine. It doesn't need to be radically transformed. It needs to live up to what they wrote down back in the 1780s. Yes, and uh, Frederick Douglass, who is uh, a Republican, they're trying to make him a Democrat, they're trying to make him a, um, an act, you know, a, a left-wing activist. He wasn't. He was the radical Republican. That was their name because they wanted freedom for all, not freedom for some. And it was the Democrats who kept pushing back against that. And now people want to reverse all that. And, and I think that that's important when you talk about his legacy and what they stood for. And he was also for not making excuses and being self-made men. Both those men were self-made men who had to, understood that education was the key to, re- to equality, but nothing was easy. I mean, Abraham Lincoln had one year of formal education combined. Frederick Douglass used to stare through the window at the white kids getting tutored or going over their homework and try to overhear how to read and write, and used to do chores for the other kids in order to have an opportunity to do their homework. And then finally convinced the slave owner's wife to teach him. Evidently, a cute little case said, hey, you think you could teach me to read and write? She said, sure. (laughs) She did not understand that that was basically against the law back then. She was new to the whole slavery master thing. And then it would stop abruptly. And she would stop talking to him, which was a life lesson, because he had no parents. He never knew his birthday. But he was never bitter to the country. He was just determined to make it better. You know, I'm suddenly reminded, and you being a big sports fan, and uh, you'll appreciate the analogy here, uh, Lincoln and Douglas, both of them abject poverty in the case of Douglas slavery. I I read some time ago, the first time Magic Johnson and Larry Bird actually met, uh, Magic Johnson said, listen, I had no idea Larry Bird was as dirt poor as he was. He was white, so I had no way to know that he was going to be, he was just as poor as I was. And yet they, uh, rivals for sure, but turned into fast friends as well and, and changed history in their own way yeah i mean if you talk to larry burr and and uh, magic johnson who they were and what they, and what they tried to achieve this was about winning basketball and it wasn't about race and he to larry bird's credit i can't do the definitive biography on larry bird but when all this stuff came up with isaiah thomas and he would never be well known if he wasn't white he never engaged in it all he did was try to win and, and that's what frederick douglas did frederick douglas like you know if you if you if two-thirds of you are racial tendencies and you believe people shouldn't be equal, but you believe that they all should be free, I can work with you. You know, if you want to give them an opportunity, even though you thought that you were, you thought African-Americans were lower class, okay, fine, give me an opportunity. And he knew that society would eventually change, but he was dealing with the life in which, the era in which he was born. And that's the way Booker T. Washington was, too. And this is, this is the way life is. How do I make it better? Rather than why, why me? You know, why is this why is this accepted? And I just think you can learn a lot from that. That's what's so crazy in the paperback. I included the taking down of the statues, the mm-hmm. taking down of the name off grammar schools that was attempted in San Francisco for Lincoln. Uh, when they dedicated a statue, the Freedom Monument, they asked Frederick Douglass to dedicate it. They tried to take that down because in like the way African Americans were depicted in the statue hundred and seventy years later. So I put that in the paperback, just talk about how silly that is. That where back then it was fine, but now in this generation we're deciding back then it shouldn't have been fine. 
And to me, you judge people about the era in which they lived. And that's the whole point. And again, the book, The President and the Freedom Fighter, as Brian Kilmeade mentions, out in paperback now and touring the country. We've got to get you down here someplace. Uh, they have an airport in Atlanta pretty easy to get in and out. I'll get you down here uh, to plug the book there. But we appreciate you plugging it here. Brian Kilmeade, thanks for joining us this morning. We'll hang around wait for your show, 10 till noon here on WGAU. Best of luck out there. Appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. If anybody wants to find out if I'm going to be down there, we're still putting dates up. Just go to briankilmeade.com, click on Book Tour.